Hi there, wonderful people of God. You are welcome to Voice of Power podcast. Here is your man's servant, Bishop Zeus. In this podcast, you will experience a voice, the voice of God. For there is a voice that impacts and changes lives. Even the voice of the cross of Jesus Christ and of the Holy Spirit. You will be blessed to know Jesus Christ and walk in the light of his word. You will experience power for total freedom and dominion. Stay tuned in the grace of our Lord. Amen. This is another day in your presence. I come before you, O God. I humble myself under your presence. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Speak to us, O God. Let us hear your heart. Let us feel your heartbeat through your word. And through your word, O God, touch our lives today. Through your word, draw us back to the place of intimacy. For we yearn to see you and to encounter you. Apostle Paul said in the book of Philippians, he said, that I may know him. That I may know him. That I may know him. Through your word, cause us to hear you. That we may know you, O God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Beloved, in the Lord, we welcome you for joining us on this live podcast. God bless you for making time to join us. God bless you for making time to join us today. I honor, I give number one, all the thanks and the glory to the Almighty God for His hand, His covering, and His grace that is on my life. It's all by grace. The Bible said men can do nothing unless it is given to them from above. Father, I give you the honor. I honor my spiritual father, my coach, the prophet Joseph Warden Powers. I honor the bishop of the Lord, Bishop Zeus. I honor all the leadership on this platform. I honor the media team. I honor everyone whose sacrifice has made today a reality and a possibility. I ask today that, oh God, you speak to us. Have your way, Spirit of God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Beloved, our subject of discussing this very afternoon is activated wells. Our subject for discussing this very afternoon is titled Activated Well. Activated Well. Activated well. Activated well. There are things that in your life ought to be activated. Shall we go quickly into the word of the Lord? Today we will be going deeply into the word. In the book of Genesis. Let's go into our anchor scripture. Genesis chapter 26. The verse of 12 to the verse of 18. Genesis chapter 26. The verse of 12 to the verse of 18. I read. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year an hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man was great and went forward. And grew until he became very great. For he had possessions of flocks and possession of herds 
and great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him. For all the wells which his father's servant had digged in the days of Abraham his father, the Philistines had stopped them. Take note of the verse 15. For all the wells which his father's servant had digged in the days of Abraham his father, the Philistines had stopped them and filled them with the earth. Verse 16. And Abimelech said unto Isaac, Go from us, for you are much mightier than we. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Jira and dwelt there. Verse 18. And Isaac digged again the wells of his father. Take notice. Verse 18. And Isaac digged again the wells of his father, which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. Jesus. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. Jesus. Let me repeat the verse 18 again of Genesis 26. And Isaac digged again the wells of water. Notice, it's not just a well, but the, a well, the wells of water. That means that the wells we are talking about is just one. They were more than one. The Bible says he digged again the wells of water, which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham, and he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. That means that every one of the wells that Abraham his father digged. The first point I want you to know is that Abraham dug many wells. Abraham dug many wells. And all the wells that he dug, he gave names to them. And the Bible said when Abraham had dug the world, the Bible said after he was dead, oh my God, the Philistines stopped the, he stopped them and, and, and they covered the well with sand. They covered the well that was dug by the servant of Abraham with sand. Hence, the well stopped its functionality. The well stopped functioning. The well stopped becoming resourceful because the well of water had now been, has now been covered with sand. So the Bible said, Ab, the Bible said in the dispensation of Abraham, that was when the well was dug. So when Abraham was over, now in Genesis 26, the Bible is now talking to us about the dispensation of Isaac. And Isaac had now found himself in the land of the Philistines. And the Bible said, as he stayed in the land of the Philistines, Isaac began to continue with his journey and his life. And as he continued with his journey and his life, the Bible said, Abraham sowed and he began to prosper. In all the other things he dug, he did. The Bible said, then he began to dig the wells of his father. Today we are talking about activated wells. Now, when we talk about a well, what is a well? A well is a source of water. A well simply means a source of water. But this source of water is dug in the earth. This source of water is derived from the earth. So it is dug deep down into the earth and by, 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 by the activity that is done into the earth, they dug a hole to go deeper into the earth to touch 
touch a certain part of the earth's of the earth's surface that is beneath the earth and when you touch that part water begin to spring out so the bible said the servant of abraham dug these very wells and water was in this well that was supplying to the people within that dispensation but after the death of abraham the bible said the servant of the philistines or the philistines closed and filled the well with sand but in the dispensation of Isaac, the Bible said he began to dug the wells again. If we are talking about activated wells, then we are going to talk about the ancient patterns. Beloved, there are things that the Lord left with us. There are things that our fathers did. There are things that made our fathers great. They are things that our fathers did that made them have a standing before God. They are things our father did that commanded a certain level of dominance upon their life in their dispensation and in their time. There were things that our fathers used to do that commanded dominance, that commanded impact, that commanded them to be differentiated among the people that were in their dispensations and the bible is introducing us to one of the things that abraham did that distinguished him among the men in his generation the man in the dispensation was abraham was a dagger of wells he was a dagger of wells let's go quickly so the bible now says Isaac has now come to that dispensation and what his fathers did in the dispensation he is going back to what his fathers did beloved today we are dealing with ancient parties there are things our fathers did that in our dispensation and in our time we must be restored to going back to them we must be restored to doing them again if you want to sustain capacity and strength with God, we must return back to our roots. We must return back to our foundations. We must return and ask ourselves this very question. What was the secret and the mysteries that made our fathers great? What did our fathers do that made them have a certain capacity to control the affairs of their time? Abraham was a dagger of wealth. And the son now, Isaac came. And the Lord is now instructing him to go back to the same pattern that his fathers continued with. So the son is, 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 is now living his life. But in living his life, his consciousness is now drawn to go back to the patterns which his fathers stayed with. His fathers dug the world. The wells were covered and filled with sand. And he goes back to activate those same patterns that his father stayed with. My God. I want to ask at this gentile, what are the patterns our fathers worked on? And are we in this dispensation activating and working in the same patterns that we ought to work in? What are the patterns we are working in now? Are the parties that we are working in the same as the parties our fathers worked in? Abraham was a dagger of well, and his son Isaac rose up in his dispensation and he went back to the same 
assignment, the same thing that made his father great. He went back to the same assignment to hold on to the same baton of dagging wells. And the wells that his father stuck that was covered, he went to activate them. He went to the same patterns. The reason why this generation is so weak, the reason why this generation is unable to manifest the things that we ought to do is because we have neglected the patterns our fathers led for us. We have neglected to stay on the patterns the fathers led for us. Before the fathers departed, they left a certain pattern. They left a certain mantle. They left a certain way that the younger generation are supposed to carry the mantle, work on the same pattern to manifest the same results that the fathers walked in. But the sons and the younger generation have neglected those patterns and they are going after their same patterns. That is why we are weak. That is why we cannot manifest the results of the fathers. If we come to the arena of ministry, if we come to the arena of business, if we come to the corridors of power, if we come to the corridors of teaching the word, if we come to various dimensions, if we, if, if we come to various aspects of life, the fathers leave a certain pattern that we ought to hold on to. But this generation has lost that pattern and we are holding on to our same pattern. Abraham went back to the pattern which his fathers did, and that was dark and wells. He went back to activate the same patterns. Quickly, let's run to the Bible. In the book of Genesis, the chapter of 31. Genesis chapter 31, verse 10 and 13. Verse 10 to 13. I read the word of God. And it came to pass at that time that the cattle conceived, that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream, and behold, the rams which live upon the cattle were ran straight, speckled, and grisled. And the angel of God spoke unto me in a dream, saying, Jacob. And I said, Here I am. Verse 12. And he said, Lift up now thy eyes and see. All the rams which live upon the castles are, are restricted, speckled, and grisled. For I have seen all that live and do it unto thee. Verse 13. That is my point of emphasis. And the God, I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar, and where you vowed a vow unto me. Now arise, get thee out from this land, and return unto the land of thy kindred. Notice, return unto the land of thy kindred. Return unto the land of thy kindred. He said, I am the God of battle, where you anointed the pillar, and where you vowed a vow unto me. Now arise, get thee out from this place, and return. Jacob, I encountered you in the place that is called Bathsheba when you were moving from Bathsheba to Haran in Genesis chapter 28. The Lord is referring to the place of encounter where the Lord connected him to the, to the parties of old. So this dream that you are seeing in Genesis 31 verse 13 is is is. It's an encounter that happened in Genesis chapter 28, the verse of 11 to the verse of 19. When you go through that chapter, you realize that Jacob was on a journey to go to a place that was sent, that he was sent by his father Isaac to go to his mother's house to go and marry. And whilst on his journey, he got to a place called Bathsheba. And the 
same Bethsaida prophetically was a place where Abraham had made a covenant with Abimelech the king, my God, with Abimelech the king and Fico his, his chief captain. And the reason why Abraham made a covenant in Genesis 21 with, with Abimelech was because of the wells he dug and the servant of Abimelech had covered the wells. The parties he was creating and the men were stopping him from walking under that pattern. So he made a covenant at that place. With him, and the Bible says he took an oxen and a sheep and he gave it unto Abimelech and say, This shall be a covenant between you and I. And number two, the Bible says he, he set seven ewes of seven ewe lambs aside and he said, This shall be a covenant. That from today, I have dug this wells, and as I dug this well, there shall no more be contention. And the Bible said, at the place of covenant, they made a cup at the place called Bathsheba, the same Bathsheba where Jacob went. That was the place of covenant where Abraham made a covenant. And the Bible says something strategic happened there. Abraham, Abraham after making that covenant, the Bible said he planted. Prophetically, Abraham by his prophetic instant turned Bathsheba to a place of prayer. And he built that an altar in the form of a group there. And the Bible said he turned that group, which, which, which is being interpreted a garden. He turned that place to prayer. And the Bible said he called upon the Lord. He turned that place to a place of prayer. And he called upon the Lord. And because he called upon the Lord. The Bible said Jehovah descended. And by the visitation of Jehovah, the place now become an abode that hosts the supernatural atmosphere. Jesus. And because that place hosts a supernatural atmosphere, the son in a generation, two generations from Abraham, that is Jacob, in Genesis 28, went to the same place called Bathsheba. And the Bible said the son was said, and the son took a stone there and he laid down to sleep. And the Bible said he was caught up in an encounter. A certain man by name Abraham, his father, a generation is too beyond, that was ahead of him, made and turned that place that is called Bathsheba to a place of prayer. And hence the spiritual atmosphere was generated. The angels and the portals of the spirit was created. Altars of prayers were raised. And the supernatural mountain visited the earth. Hence the earth now became conducive to host the heavens on that particular ground. And Jacob found himself at that particular ground. And the Bible said because Jacob found himself at that particular ground, the heavens visited him to connect him back to the place of encounters to connect him back to the parties of old. Beloved, I want to submit to you, dealing with activated wells, what we are what we are talking about here is to deal with the activation of the ancient parties. What were the parties our fathers walked under? What were the parties our fathers lived in? What was their way of life? You see, the sons can never manifest the God of their fathers until they activate the parties the God of their fathers activated. Number two, the possibilities of the God of our fathers will never become a reality of the sons until their father's God becomes the son's God. Number three, the sons will never host the God of their fathers the way their fathers hosted them 
until they begin to engage the same patterns that their fathers engaged. So our fathers in the dispensation of old hosted God in a different dimension. When you go through the archives of the Bible, you see mighty moves of God that was demonstrated. But when you come to our, our days, in the dispensation of the spirit, we talk much but we see less. Why? Because the God of the fathers is no more the God of the sons. Because the sons are not activating the same patterns that the fathers work in. So the God visited ja- Jacob in Genesis chapter 31. And he's telling him, Jacob, do you remember the encounter I gave you in Genesis 28? The reason why I gave you that encounter is because I want to manifest myself the same way I manifested myself in the days of your fathers. But I can never manifest myself the same way I manifested myself to your fathers in your days until you stay with the patterns of your fathers. And what was the pattern of the fathers? Let's run quickly. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What are the patterns that we ought to activate? Let's go quickly to Jeremiah chapter 6. Jeremiah chapter 6. Verse 16. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 We are about to fly Thus saith the Lord Stand ye in the ways And see And ask for the old path Other path, other, other verses use Ancient path Where is the good way And walk therein And you shall find rest for your souls But he said we will not walk therein so in Jeremiah chapter 16, the Bible is saying God came to the prophet and the Lord gave the word of the Lord to the prophet to tell the people that they should stand in the ways and they should see and they should ask for the ancient path, the old path. You see, he says stand in the ways, not just one way. There are many ways. But the Lord said the only way that can manifest the kind of resource that your father has walked in that can call across us to walk in the activated wells is the ancient part. So he says, stand ye in the ways and ask. Number one, stand ye in the ways and see and ask not for any other way but for the ancient part. The old part. Wherein is the good way and you shall find rest for your souls. Beloved, at this gentile, I want to submit unto us. The patterns of greatness in God are finite. They can be found. When a man is called to walk with God, there are patterns that God introduced those men to. And those patterns are the patterns that he introduced to our fathers. There is no way God will walk with a generation that he will not introduce a certain pattern for them. So it is not in our dispensation to create any pattern. For the patterns that we ought to work on had already been created by God. And that is the old, old path that the Bible is talking about in Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16. He said, ask for the old path and walk in it. Walk in it and you shall find rest for your souls. 
So there is a certain old path that Abraham walked in. There is a certain old path that Isaac is now also walking in because he is called to activate the wealth of his father, which means the pattern that his father is walking. Isaac is walking in the same pattern. Jacob, a third generation, a second generation after Abraham, also comes on the scene and God is introducing him to the same pattern. That son, I cannot do much with you until I restore you back to your roots. So he said to him in Genesis chapter 31 and he said that return back to your brethren which simply means that return back to your roots because I have laid down some certain patterns, specific patterns that contribute to your greatness in the kingdom and that pattern is the ancient path which Abraham your father walked in, Isaac is walking in Jacob must also walk in the same pattern but it's so unfortunate for this dispensation of ours that when we are called to walk with God we begin to invent our own our own ways and inventing our own ways our own ways we lose the pattern that god has for us so our generation becomes weaker our generation become becomes so weak and we are unable to manifest the possibilities that god expects us to us to work in when you look at our fathers of old now let go quickly to the patterns of old what was the pattern what were the patterns that our fathers of old worked in in Genesis chapter 8 verse 20, I was shocked when the Lord opened my eyes to see one of the parties that the father's watching. In Genesis the chapter of 8, the verse of 20, the Bible said, And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord. And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord. And he took of every clean beast and every clean fowl and offered burnt offering on the altar. Noah took, you know what, builded an altar unto the Lord. Check the Bible very carefully. The fathers of old had a certain life they lived. They had a certain pattern they stayed with. And one of the patterns of the fathers of old was the pattern of altars. You can never be great with God without altars. You can never be a man of substance, a man of quality, a man of capacity if you don't understand the mysteries of activated altars. If you are not a man that operates under altars, that has altars around you who surround his life with altars, you won't go far. Many will not go far in our dispensation because we are living altarless. The Bible said, and Noah built an altar unto the Lord and he sacrificed on that altar. So on that altar, now, now, now verse 21 will make us understand. The Bible said, and the Lord smelled a sweet savour, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the earth for man's sake, for the imaginations of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more any evil thing upon the, upon the earth. Now listen. Number two, Abraham built an altar, and the altar was two altars he built them in one. The first one, he built up an altar of prayer. And the second one, he built up an altar of sacrifice. This is the way of the fathers. The fathers had a certain part in the lived. And they lived, number one, by the altar of prayer. My God. The fathers lived by an altar. That is an altar of prayer. Now, when we talk about an altar, what is an altar? An altar is a spiritual platform that is erected. That grants the supernatural the permission to invade upon the earth of the natural. An altar is a spiritual platform that is erected on the earth realm that grants the supernatural authority to invade on the natural realm. Number two, an altar is a spiritual platform that grants the supernatural permission to invade.
trade on the earth on the legal permit on the legal grounds number three an altar is a spiritual platform for manifesting the supernatural natural number four an altar is a platform through which we host the supernatural on the earth realm so anytime we begin to see an altar an altar is a mediation point between the visitation of the supernatural natural and the visitation of the earth an altar is a super this is a platform through which the natural man can have an encounter with the god of the spirit so abraham so noah understood that very system of god that i cannot work with god i cannot hold the god i cannot host the god of the spirit if i don't understand the mysteries of the altar of prayer beloved if you want to go far with god our fathers understood the ministry of prayer our fathers lived their life by prayer our fathers life have the life of prayer. Our fathers live the life of prayer. They prayed every time. They prayed in the night. They prayed in the day. They prayed at noon. They had times for prayer. They had times to engage God because our fathers came to understand that 90% of the activities that happen on the earth is spiritual. As a matter of fact, with a typical point of emphasis, 99% of the happenings of the on the earth is spiritual only a percentage is physical so our fathers came to understand that they cannot work with god if they don't develop a spiritual infrastructure that helps them to host god on the natural platform because it is impossible to host god in your flesh it is impossible to carry the power of god in the flesh it is impossible to carry the anointing of god in the flesh it is impossible to work under a strange angelic ministry in the flesh. It is impossible to work to work under authentic prophetic authority and power in the flesh. And it's impossible to sustain a higher frequency of hearing in the flesh. So our fathers realize that if we are on the earth to have a business with God, then we have to understand and create a system through which we can have access to God. And one of those systems or patterns was the altar of prayer our fathers prayed they prayed they had a life of prayer they understood the ministry of prayer they understood that before everything happens in the natural that thing is first hosted in the spiritual they understood that nothing just happens they understood the existence and the oppressions of the spirit Hence, they realize that they can only act on the earth if they engage the spiritual. They realize that this, this earth is full of wicked men. This earth is full of witches. This earth is full of spirits. Hence, if the only way they can manifest their, their greatness is to pray, then they began to build altars of prayer. So Noah was a man of prayer. The Bible said he built an altar. And the altar had the ability to touch God, to cause God to change his mind. He was a man of prayer the same incident happened in genesis chapter 12 i saw abraham in genesis chapter 12 also erected an altar the bible said and god visited abraham let's go to genesis chapter 12. in genesis chapter 12 verse 7 the bible said and the lord appeared unto abraham and said unto him unto thy seed will i give this land and there he built an altar unto the lord who appeared unto him Jesus. He built an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. A place where he could have constant 
fellowship with. So Abraham also, and this altar was an altar of prayer. He had a life of prayer. He had a life of prayer. It's so unfortunate that in this time we don't pray. We do not pray. We do not pray. We complain about everything, but we don't pray. The devil is having a free day in the church because men of God don't pray. The devil is having a free day in the church because the armor bearers are sleeping. The watchmen are sleeping. The men who are supposed to carry and burn incense at night are resting. And as long as the altar is cold, witches and wizards will continue to control the atmosphere. It's so sad that people who carry greater destinies are dying day in and out because they have neglected prayer in their life. They have neglected prayer in their life. Prayer is powerful. Prayer is powerful. You cannot have power with God without prayer. You can never have power with God without prayer. You can never have power with God without prayer. So the men of old understood prayer. Noah had the ministry of prayer. Abraham understood prayer. No, this, 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 this prophet, prophet uh, this prophet, Moses, you realize that most of the time Moses, Moses will have the time alone to go spend with God. There were times, 40 days on the mountain, he was alone with God. And he was in the place of prayer. Elijah said it in 1 Kings chapter 3. 2 Kings chapter 3 verse 14. Elijah said, The God before whom I stand continually. The God before whom I stand continually. He had a consistent place in God. In the place of prayer. Jesus said in the book of Matthew. He said that my house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer. My house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer. The house of prayer. The house of prayer. Please, it's time for us to activate prayers into our homes. It's time for us to activate prayers into our homes. In the book of Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, the Bible said when Jesus had called together unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power over unclean spirits. I want to submit to this world is governed and controlled by spirits. And prayer is what grants you access to control spirits. Prayer is the spiritual infrastructure for controlling spiritual activities. A man who do not pray is weak. Prayer, prayer, prayer. We have to restore back and activate prayers into our homes back. It's time for us to activate prayers back. It's time for us to activate prayers back. You see, we have a lot of expectation. We have a lot of things we are expecting God to do for us. But rest forgetting that the platform that authorizes God to perform on the earth is prayer and hence men are neglecting the ministry of prayer and because we are neglecting the ministry of prayer God is limited in his operation on the earth realm because prayer is what legalized God to walk on the earth realm without limitation if men pray then God can work if men pray then God can activate prayer if, God, if men pray then God can work within, within our houses yes let me tell you God has no business in doing anything with a man until that man prays. God has no business doing with any man until the man pray. So, study the life of Jesus. The life of Jesus was categorized by prayer. 
The Bible said in a certain time in the book of Mark, Mark chapter 1, after he administers to the people, the Bible said he will wake up before daybreak and he will go to a solitary place and he will sustain an ability of prayer before the Lord and he will be crying unto God. He will be crying unto God. And the disciples came looking for him and he said, Master, for the whole man, he said, All men seek for you. It is in the place of prayer where your value is activated. There are many giftings in you. There are many spiritual potentials in you. It is only in prayer that those things will come alive. You are called to work under a strange prophetic anointing. You are called to work under a strange apostolic anointing. You are called to work under a strange pastoral anointing. There is a strange evangelistic grace. There is a strange pastoral grace, apostolic grace, prophetic grace. There is a strange singing grace, intercessing grace. There is an anointing for business. There, 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 there is an anointing for entrepreneurship. There is an anointing to pursue your career. There, there is a certain grace that must come upon you. There is a certain star that must shine. You are called to help and build one of the best businesses of our time. But if you do not pray, I beg to differ. Manifestations will be so far away from you. Prayer is a spiritual activator. It's time for us to restore prayer, activate prayers in our lives. Oh my God. It's time for us to activate prayers in our lives. It's time. It's time for us to activate prayers. Build prayer altars. Prayer altars. Prayer altars wake up every night. You must rise as the priest in your family. In the night, you wake up. Oh, you are father. Wake up in the night. Lay your hands on your children in the night. Begin to command upon their life. Any spirit that want to take authority over this atmosphere, wake up and begin to cast it. You are mother. Wake up in the night and begin to contend with the forces and the powers that are contending with your marriage. You are businesswoman. You are church pastor. You are building a church. It's not growing. Membership is falling. People are not coming to church. Wake up in the night. Begin to do business on your knees. Begin to do business in the place of prayer. For in prayer, Jesus, Jesus was magnified. In the book of Luke chapter 4, verse 14, the Bible said, and he returned in the power of the Spirit. In Luke chapter 4, verse 1, the Bible said, and Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost led them to the wilderness. And in the wilderness, he interacted with God, 14 days, 49, in the place of prayer. In Luke 14, the Bible said, then he returned in the place of power. He returned in the place of power. And the Bible said, the news about him began to spread. There is a spiritual technology for manifesting every reality. Every resource you need is in the spirit. Please let me take uh, quickly Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. The Bible says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. That means that everything I need to make it in life has already been given unto me by God. But check it. The Bible says he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So the blessings are not on earth. The blessings are in the spirit. The blessings God want to give you is not on earth. It's already settled. But that blessing is not in the flesh. That blessing is in the spirit. 
and it will take your prayer to pull it from the spirit into the physical. That is why the psalmist says, Forever, O God, thy word is settled in heaven, not on earth. In heaven, not on earth. So the workings of God are already activated and established and established in heavens, but not, not, but not on earth. Our fathers understood that mystery. And they had a pattern of prayer. They stayed by prayer. They could only work as they prayed. They could only minister as they prayed. They could only prophesy as they prayed. They could only lead as they prayed. When you ask about the life of, the, 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 the life of Charles Finney, Reverend Charles Finney said, he said that I could only pray as I, I could only preach as I pray. He said that even if I lose the spirit of prayer for one hour, I cannot even win, win one song by even personal conversation. They had a life of prayer. They buried their knees in the place of prayer. Mama, it's time to restore prayer into your home. Yes. He has teach their children to pray. It's time to hold prayer vigils in your house. Yes, we are in the dispensation. Why pray for me is so much? No, it's time to arrive. You are the priest for your family. You hold the keys to the destinies of the family. And if you don't rise to pray, demons and witches will prevail over the spiritual atmosphere. It's time to pray. 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 For prayer will lead you to a place where you begin to do business in the spirit. In Psalm 91 verse 1. The Bible says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. You see, prayer brings you to the place that is called the secret place. The secret place is a place of the spirit. Where men begin to do business with God. And they begin to do business with the God in the spirit. There are a lot of things about your life that are in the spirit. It is only your prayer that will bring the activation. The miracle you are looking for is in the spirit. It's a reality. The mantle you are looking for is in is is, is, is a reality in the spirit. At this center, I want to draw your attention to this. Everything you need from God to make it in life is already available. But the location is in the spirit. And one of the ancient patterns that activates spiritual realities into material form is prayer. Man of God. Now prophetic grace, God said, it will not come to you on a silver platform. By, 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 by sleeping every night, it's not going to be a possibility. It's time to lock yourself and pray. Enough of the complaint, it's time to pray. Many complain, but few pray. Many complain, but few pray. The reason why our life is naked of power. The reason why our ministries are naked of miracles. Signs, authentic signs and wonders. Jesus said unto the Mark 16, verse 17, said, And these signs are follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. In they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up servants. If they take anything poison, they shall not hurt them. They shall lay out their hands on the sick, and they shall recover. In Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18, Isaiah said, Behold, I and the children whom the Lord has given me, we are for signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts who dwell in Mount Zion. We are called to work in the ministry of signs and wonders, miracles. We are called to demonstrate the highest form of God that the world has ever seen in our dispensation. But we will never be able to do that until we return to the ancient part of prayer. It's a call back to prayer. If you are a great man and most of you, your life is seen by men you won't go far 
everybody who is assuming assuming greatness whose the largest part of their life is seen by men will not go far a great man most of the time they are seen by god they are always in the place of god it's only a few of their life that are known by men most of their time they are before god elijah will never be seen by any man the time you see elijah appear before man he's coming for performance It's time to go back. Man of God, there is a calling on your life. Woman of God, there is a calling on your life. Generations are waiting for that. God wants to demonstrate himself like never before. In the book of Joel 2.28, he says that I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters are prophesied. We are in the dispensation of the spirit, but we see less. Why? Because men have rejected the business of the spirit. Men have neglected the business of fasting. We are all alive in our spirit. Nobody is dead. And the last time I checked from the record of God. God does not use men that are alive in their flesh. God only uses men that are dead in the flesh. Until you die to your flesh. You can never be alive to the spirit. Anointed men are dead men in the flesh. That is why Apostle Paul says, Sacrifice your body. Romans 12. said, I beseech you brethren. That you present your body as it's a living sacrifice. It's something you can, you die every day. You see, to supply the spirit, you must be dead. You must be dead every day. The anointing does not flow through living men. The anointing flows through dead men. Men that are dead to the flesh and alive to the spirit. Most of us, our spiritual senses are dead. So even if God is speaking to us, we do not hear. Many, you feel this edge for some time now. God has been speaking to you. Enter into waiting. You sense greatness on your life. And God is talking to you about waiting. But you don't want it. But you are expecting manifestation. It's not possible. Every true manifestations of God, they are betting in hours of prayer. My grandfather in the faith that is late Archbishop, who is now going to be with the Lord, Benson in the Hosa. According to the annals of history, it was said. Now, at the Archbishop Benson in the Hosa, once a day and when the archbishop want to pray it's three days 24 hours 48 hours 72 hours for three days he locks himself in a place of prayer and they are engaging God in prayer they lock the door the men of all that manifested the anointing they were men of prayer so why is it that we want to walk we are called to demonstrate the highest form of God that those dispensations did not see but the pattern they, they left for us, we are not going on that same pattern. Everybody wants a quick manifestation. So instead of the youth to stay in waiting, stay in the place of prayer where God will raise them. Everyone is now going on a live feed on Facebook. People who have nothing to say want to be known. Please stop that live feed. Stop it. Go into the place of prayer. God wants to raise you. God wants to do something mighty in your life. Many of us are manifesting which we have to be in the secret. Your, the Lord is looking for you in the secret place. The Lord is looking for you in the place of authentic fastings and authentic prayers. Some of you are supposed to be in a one year long stretch fastings and prayer. Some of you are supposed to be in seven days dry fastings and prayer in a row. Some of you are supposed to be in three days dry fastings and prayer in a row to bring the hand of God down onto the earth. 
but every one of us is looking for quick manifestations and nobody want to go back to the ancient parties as Isaac activated the wealth of his father which means that we must also activate the ancient parties the fathers they have a life of prayer we must activate prayer back to our life prayer with fasting authentic prayer you have an issue take that issue to the place of prayer oh my god the women of old were women of prayer when they had an issue they take it to the place of prayer and in prayer they begin to cry in prayer they begin to call on to the god of heaven i was shocked to know in the the book of Luke, that one woman who was an intercessor, the name was Anna the prophetess, after the husband died, she dedicated all her life to the ministry of intercession and whilst in the book of Matthew, whilst, whilst the baby Jesus was born and Herod was seeking to kill the baby Jesus the reason why Herod was unable to kill the baby Jesus was because a certain woman by name Anna the prophetess was in the temple interceding holding onto the horns of the altar in the place of prayer they were praying unto God for Jesus to be born. they prayed the Messiah into the place of manifestation they prayed the Messiah into the place of activation they prayed the Messiah into the place of fulfillment they prayed the Messiah into the place of purpose they prayed the Messiah into the place where he came to redeem the world but unfortunately for us, we are neglecting the place of prayer. Jesus started with prayer, even in the, in, in the, in the garden called Gogo, even in the garden called Gethsemane, where he was about to face his passion. The Bible said he prayed, and the sweat turned to a cloth of blood. It's time to return to the place of prayer. It's time to return to the place of fasting. It's time to return to doing business with the God in the spirit. Men are not praying. Men are living their life anyhow. Men are not engaging God of the secret. So hence God is weak. God is no more seen in our affairs. Our church are empty with miracles. Men of God are empty, are naked of power. We make a lot of mouth. We talk a lot about little manifestation, little results. And we don't see them in our lives. And I realize... That the problem is not with God, but the problem is with men. Married woman, if you don't pray, that peace you want in your marriage will not become a reality. It is only in prayer that you call peace to reign in that marriage. It is only in prayer that you can raise your children. It is only in prayer that you can call upon God to take over everything that is around you. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. This is the alarm of the spirit. It's time to pray. We are activating the wells of prayer. And if we can pray, miracles will break out. Every resource you desire to see is possible in the place of prayer. The men of old had a lot of resource. They didn't have gold. But they had a lot of glory. Why? Because they had a lot of prayer. We have a lot of gold, but we don't have a lot of glory because we are out of prayer. As I bring this podcast to an end, it's a call to prayer. 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 Luke chapter 9, verse 29. Luke chapter 9, verse 29. Luke chapter 9 verse 29. The Bible said, And as he prayed, the fasting of his countenance was altered. His raiment was white and glistering. 
as he prayed, as Jesus prayed, the Bible said the fashion of his countenance was altered. His garment became white and glistering. So this time he did not change things through prayer. But he himself changed. Prayer is the spiritual strategy for you to change. Man of God, the stronger version of your life will never reveal until you pray. Prayer is what changes you. You, you, you see, you see, prophecy is out of, 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 of display in your life if you're a prophet, if you don't pray. Pray your giftings to come alive. Pray the mantles to come alive. Pray the power to come alive. Pray the mantles to come alive. Pray the miracles, the signs of wonders you have been called to perform. Pray them alive. The members that are in the spirit, pray them to come alive. The churches that ought to be open, the members. Pray them to come alive. The businesses you ought to build, pray them to come alive. The healing you are expecting, pray it to come alive. The signs and wonders you are expecting, pray them to come alive. It's time to pray them. It's time to pray them. I want you to understand you are responsible for every resource you desire to see in your life. Please, you are responsible. You are responsible. You are responsible. Yes, you are. If you don't pray, God has no mandate to work in your life. It's my prayer today that the Lord will restore us back to the place of prayer. Prayer warrior, go back to the place of prayer. Doctor, go back to the place of prayer. Even in doing business, business everything is spiritual. Please don't be deceived. Those who say business is spiritual. No, 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 no. Business is spiritual. You can sell ice water and become a billionaire if only a spirit allies on it. Jesus was not announced by men. He was announced by spirits. So in this world, no man announces a man. It is a spirit that announces men. When men announce you, you will not last. But when a spirit announces you, you last. So everyone that, that became a living legacy, made a living legacy in the Bible, where men were announced by spirits. In prayer, you announce yourself. In prayer, you announce yourself. Yes. In prayer, you announce yourself. The church, you see, you can do all the advertisement, but when you stop prayer, the church will be old, that church will be cold, there will be no power in the church until we pray. Everything, please, you are in the business, you are a doctor, you are a career, you are a politician, whoever you are, an entrepreneur, whatever venture you are doing, enter into prayer. Take that into the place of prayer and you shall see manifestations in different dimensions. It's time to return back to prayer. This is the call and the alarm of the spirit. Men of prayer. For I see an army that God is raising. The Lord showed me a few days ago as I end. Men who had sash put around their necks. And I I saw people climbing mountains. I saw people in shut doors. I saw people entering into caves, locking themselves. And I was asking God, what is it? And the Lord said, I want to do business with my people. But the only ones I can work with are those who separate themselves from me. God only works with separated men. Until you are separated, he doesn't work with you. Prayer calls your flesh to die for your spirit to come alive. 
Prayer causes your flesh to die for your spirit to come alive. Number two, prayer separates you to the things of the spirit. Prayer puts power on your tongue for spiritual authority to happen. Your words are weak. Your words are powerless. Your words has, has nothing to deliver because your words are not better in the place of prayer. It's time to return back to the place of prayer. Yes, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Man of God, it's time. Prophet, it's time. Prophet, it's time. You are called with a huge prophetic mantle. But that mantle will not become a possibility if you don't pray. It's time to go back. Let's go back to the path of the fathers. Yes. The path of prayer. The path of fasting. The path where men do business with God. Where people stay, they study the word of God. They read the Bible. Purity is outside of the church. The ways of purity. Oh God. People who have no business to be in relationships now, are now in relationships. God wants to do business with them, but they allow all these things to crumple the spirit moving them. There are some people by the mandate of the call of heaven on their life, they have no business to date any man. Because God wants to raise an army in them. But they allow all these things to belittle them, to crumple the voice of God in them. And hence they are weak. It's my prayer that God will restore us back to the secret place. This is our only prayer we are praying. Lord, restore me back to the place of prayer. Restore me back to the place of prayer. Restore me back to the place of prayer. Beloved, wherever you are, that's the only prayer we are praying. Restore me back in the next two minutes you are praying. Restore me back, oh God, to the place of prayer. Restore me back, oh God, to the place of prayer. Restore me back, oh God, to the place of prayer. Restore me back, oh God, to the place of prayer. Restore me back, oh God, to the place of prayer. Restore me back to the place of prayer. Restore your church back to the place of prayer. Restore us, oh God, back to the place of prayer. Restore us, restore us, restore us, restore us. There are some of you, uh, for some time you used to have, you used to have fasting projects with God. You used to be engaging in faith projects with God. Prayer projects with God. Three months of prayer, six months of prayer, nine months of prayer, year of prayer, seven days of prayer, 70 days of prayer and fasting. You have stopped all of them. Some of you were on a word, a, a word project. Some of you were on a fasting project. Some of you were on a power project. Some of you were on the project of building capacity and influence in the spirit. Some of you are on the project of building global voices that God will raise us. But we have stopped all that. But you are praying, Lord, restore me back to my parties. Restore me back to my pattern, the place where I can pray to manifest the possibilities I am called to walk in. Restore me back, oh God, to the business of the spirit. Let my spiritual hunger be awakened. Let my spiritual test for the things of the spirit be stirred up. Let there be a stirring. Let there be an awakening. Somebody lift your voice. Awaken my heart. Awaken my desire. Awaken me. Restore me back to the place of prayer. Restore me back to the place where I used to have the dealings with you. Restore me back to a place. The nights where you used to wake me up to pray. The days where you used to wake me up to 
pray. The time where he used to wake me up to fast. The days and the time where he used to direct me. Oh, restore me back, oh God, on the fasting project, on the faith project. Oh God, restore me back. 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 Restore us back. Restore us back. Restore your church back, oh God, to the place of prayer. Oh, Tamahashaya. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shall we pray corporately? Father, I thank you for your word. I pray that through your word you restore us back. Restore us back, oh God. Restore us back, oh God. Restore us back, oh God. The place where we have a dealings with you again. The place where you raise us again. The place where we have the business of the spirit with you again. Restore us. Let the hunger, spiritual hungers be awakened. Let the passions be stirred. The times where men cry unto you. Where we yearn to have intimacy and fellowship with you. Restore us, Jehovah. In the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God. Let the burden to be in the secret place be released. That grace, that anointing, that activates spiritual burdens on your people. That hunger to go back to the secret place. I command that staring in the atmosphere. Anyone who is hearing the sound of my voice today, God of my Father, touch their heart, touch their spirit, awaken their spirit, and return us back to the ancient patterns, the patterns of prayer, so that we can manifest you again, O oh God. We bless your name, Jehovah. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Touch every issue, touch every need, every need on the line, I pray. May God lay his hands upon it. Those who are sick, I minister healing to them. Those who are in financial crisis, receive a breakthrough. Those who are going through difficulties and problems, receive the touch of God. I pray the, the visitations of God upon your life. May God visit every need in your life. Receive instant answers and solutions. Minister to every need. Those who are giving up, oh God, touch them. Awaken them, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you, beloved, for your time. As you go back, return back to the place of prayer. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hi there, God bless you for listening to today's Voice of Power podcast. May the entrance of his word in your life elevate you above life's challenges and set you up for greater exploits. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, pray with us. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. I give you all my life. Come and live in me. Walk the path of life with me as your son or daughter in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Beloved, you will hear from us again. God bless you. Amen.